If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Okay, today's packed show with over $1 billion in commercial loans underwritten so far. This is what has been learned by the president and owner of Commercial Lending S. Yeah, Brad Hedick. Can't wait to hear about that. Also, um, pre-listing, get a home inspection done. Do they have value? Is it a good idea? Well, this is by Charlie Belfontaine. He's the president and owner of Chicagoland Home Inspections, Inc. Great topic. Um, what is RESPA? I don't know. R-E-S-P-A? Oh, that's a song, right? Aretha sort of. Franklin? No, no, it's not. But the premier real estate attorney, yeah, Vincent Arricchio, he's going to talk all about that. Also, myths that real estate agents wish their clients didn't believe about them. I, well, I got a few to talk with you about that. But in studios, the premier realtor from Chicago Properties, yeah, that's Sandra Wright. Also, is your home meeting the needs of your current lifestyle? Great question. And in studios, the premier realtor from Keller Williams Preferred Realty in Orland Park, yeah, that's Lena Mataria. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Good morning. Sunday. So Brad Hedick, the president and owner of Commercial Lending X with over a billion in commercial loans underwritten. What have you learned? <laughs> well, before I dive into that, just so people get a little bit more background on me, I've been in commercial lending for 25 years now. We're actually celebrating our 12th year anniversary as Commercial Lending X this month, so we're kind of excited about that. And you've got 25 years in the business? Yeah, about 25 years in the business. Congratulations. And... Uh, you know, I want to kind of share some stuff we've learned over the years. And not only have we underwritten over a billion in loans through Commercial Lending Acts and approved over six, about $600 million we've gotten done and funded, but we also have a bank consulting division as well. I don't know how many of you know that. I didn't know that. But uh, we've reviewed over $3 billion in loans for our bank clients over the years. So we have quite a bit of experience on the commercial credit side. So here are just some key points that I think people should be aware of when they're trying to get a commercial loan. Um, first, borrowers need to plan accordingly. I cannot tell you how often a borrower has a loan maturing, like in two weeks, and they're just now working on trying to get their refinance done. Or, and you probably see this often these days, they are competing to buy a property and they put a purchase contract in place, and then they say 30 days for for clearance to close or financing approval and 30 days to close. And it's like, you can't get 30 days done anymore, especially in commercial. I mean, it takes two to three weeks just to get a commercial appraisal back. Brad, so. you hit it on the head. I do appraisals on refis now. And I went to one, it was near Midway Airport. And the lady says, yeah, my loan officer called, been here for, uh, I said, how long have you been here? She goes, nine years. I said, what's your interest rate? She goes, seven. Some people just go along making payments thinking you just make a payment, but her loan officer called her and says, I can get you 3.875 or something or three and a half. And so she's jumping all over that. But a similar story, you got to know what's going on. Exactly. You got to plan accordingly. So um, the second thing is uh, quick responses are the key to moving with speed. Lenders often ask for additional information, they ask questions. And the longer you take to provide that tax return or that pay stub or a copy of a financial statement, the harder and the more delayed it gets. 
And in the commercial world, and I think it's the same in residential, what most people don't realize, when the lender doesn't have what they need, they stop working on the file. And they move to the next file. Right, and they move to the next one. Yeah, (laughs) so you kind of end up almost on the back burner. So you got to answer those questions quickly and get information back in. Uh, Third point is honesty is key to getting your loan done. Um, lenders hate nothing more than to find out in, in the approval process that you had a past bankruptcy, uh, you're in a lawsuit, you've had some or, sort of uh, Guess what? criminal history. Guess what? The internet knows all about you. Well, yeah, and that was going to be my next point. A lot of lenders, actually, the first thing on the commercial side they now do is they will go ahead out to Google and they'll Google your business and they'll Google you personally and, and they'll see it all. So as I tell my borrowers, Disclose up front, uh, prepare an explanation letter. If you've had a past bankruptcy, have your bankruptcy documents. If you've had a lawsuit, have the documents to back it up and be able to tell your story. We can still get stuff done if we know, but when a lender finds out after the fact, usually they're more likely to kill the deal just because they will feel that there's dishonesty in the transaction. Hmm. Um, the fourth These thing, are really good points. Yeah, the, the fourth sure. thing I wanted to mention is uh, don't be afraid to hire professionals to get your loan done. That means hire a good attorney. A lot of borrowers will think they can cut corners without the attorney, but they don't understand it's just going to delay things and make it harder. How about people running, going online because there's this pop-up ad and says two and a quarter, two and a half, fill out all your personal information, social security card online. I need to talk to you and you and you and you. I need to talk in person. I'm not going online with my personal data without ver- getting to know who you are. Yeah, and, and you want to have people there that can help you and protect you. Um, a lot of times I have clients coming to me about, is this the right thing in my purchase contract or whatever else? I'm not an attorney, and I don't know enough about their individual situation to properly advise them. So they should you should find good partners. Um, yeah, don't look for the $250 special attorney. Yes. Especially on a purchase. <laughs> yeah. And um, avoid the 2.5% total commission broker. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah, well, that's another story. That's another story for another another day. So the fifth item is go into a loan process with reasonable expectations. So I oftentimes get clients calling me, I want the best interest rate, but I also want the best advance rate, and I want the longest loan term. You have to understand you're not going to get the best on every deal. And also, when you have that buddy down the street who says, hey, I got this great loan deal, you should be able to get the same thing, that's more often than not, not the truth. You don't know their personal situation. And in the commercial world, every deal can vary depending on personal credit, biz, type business, of business, location, business cash warehouse. flow, yeah, location. No two deals ever get priced exactly the same in the commercial world. So don't expect because your buddy got a deal, you're going to get the same one. Um, this kind of goes back to number six to something we've already discussed. But I have found that time kills most deals. So if you don't move with speed, if you don't work efficiently, and I kind of covered a little bit of this before, time will eventually get people frustrated and deals become harder to get done. And believe it or not, lenders get frustrated too. The more a deal sits out there and doesn't close, the more apt they are to worry that there's going to be a future problem. Um, Seven, if you're looking to borrow money for your business, keep good financial records. You would not believe the number of business owners I find that don't have their profit and loss statements up to date. If you want to borrow a lot of money, have your statements prepared by an accountant at least annually, if not quarterly. Banks love accountant-prepared financial statements. They're always concerned about internally prepared statements. Uh, Number eight, understand that 
commercial lending is not uniform. Every lender has different policies, different requirements, different underwriting standards. Two borrowers can approach the same lender with almost the same deal and both get completely different transactions done. So just understand that every lender is different. And lastly, things rarely go as expected. Markets change, people take vacations, things come up during due diligence. So always be sure to use your best patience to get stuff done. And if you need help getting through the process, that's exactly why we're here. I love your checklist. Uh, and so I know the audience would love your guidance, uh, and they can call you or email you, and then you can send them your checklist or talk with them in person or on the phone. How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so happy to talk to anybody and help them out. Uh, Brad at commerciallendingx.com uh, or phone 630-988-4852. And we are putting this up on our website in our blog section. Um, it'll be up Monday. What's your website? Uh Commercial Lending X, that's X is an X-ray.com. Fantastic. Brad Hedick, and if you missed any part of this, get over to the website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com, and you can uh, get all of the information about Commercial Lending X and Brad Hedick. And speaking of great information, pre-listing, before you list your home, is it a good idea to have a home inspection done? Do they have value? Well, we have in studio... Charlie Belfontaine, yeah, he's the expert and owner of Chicagoland Home Inspections, Inc. Um, Happy Sunday morning, my friend. Happy Sunday morning to you, too, and everyone else here. Um, So the real question is, do pre-listing inspections have value? At times they do, and at times they don't. This summer, recently, we just went through one heck of a seller's market like there's no tomorrow. And it just doesn't really, and this is my personal opinion, doesn't make sense for sellers to go ahead and invest when, you know, really... In all reality, they don't even have to negotiate for anything. But sometimes things are switching. I've noticed recently that the market has been slowing down quite a bit, which means things are going to be converting back over to a buyer's market again in in the very near future. So my biggest beef that I see with the whole real estate transactions, and ladies, I would love your opinion in on this, is the two rounds of negotiations that seem to be always happening. So somebody's going to go ahead, they're going to see a home, they're going to fall in love with the home. So we know we got two parties, sellers want to sell, buyers want to buy. They go back and forth on prices. You guys negotiate all that, help them happen. it, And then all of a sudden, somebody like me comes in there, we start making this big long list of issues inside the home. You know what, Charlie, I don't want to rush you at all, but we're coming up to a commercial break. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear about this, more of this. This is Charlie Belfontaine. He's one of the premier uh, home inspectors in Illinois history. Yeah. Uh, I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Welcome back, America, to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and thank you all again so much for making this your Sunday habit. Without you, we're not here. Week after month after year, and right before the break, Charlie Belfontaine, the president and owner of Chicagoland Home Inspections, Inc., pre-listing home inspections, good idea or bad? And uh, continue, my friend. So I was talking about the two rounds of negotiations, and ladies, I'd like to ask you how often or how many transactions, what percentage do you find that somebody's going to go ahead or the buyers more specifically are going to ask for concessions 
after the home inspection? All the time. Oh. And it happens all the time. We have, okay. um, sometimes we have buyers that have the mindset thinking, oh, I'll just try to get some credits or some money off after that. So it's very important as an agent to educate them and let them know the process and let them know that with the inspection, the inspection is done basically looking for safety concerns and health hazards and making sure that those are in place if the seller is able and willing to do it. Wonderful. And that's what I thought, too, is that pretty much it happens all the time. So then we started thinking, why don't the sellers just take control of the whole home inspection? Why not have the inspection done when it's in a buyer's market? Have it done on your time constraints. So when we go in there and we do our pre-listing inspections, we're going to do the same normal, thorough inspection. We're going to make that big, long list as if we would do it for our buyer clients, plain and simple. Then we give that report to our clients, and that gives them time to talk with their real estate agents. The real estate agents know the market. They know what's going to be the major issues that need to be fixed. They know what can be ignored, which are small things that most people are going to shrug. And that's where you give guidance to your clients when we go ahead and do these things. Once those things are changed, we will edit that report. There's absolutely nothing illegal or immoral about doing that. We want to go ahead and present an up-to-date report for our clients. And the good news about, you know, doing it in advance, there's, there's three words when it comes to construction, you know, and the type of work you get. It's always good, fast, and cheap, and you only get two <laughs> of the three. I love all it. Right? So if you want something that's done good and you want it done fast, it's not going to be cheap. Agreed. And then you want something that's going to be done good and cheap, well, it's not going to be done fast, plain and simple. Yeah, all right? It probably won't get done. <laughs> and, or won't get done completed offhand. So when you take it into the, the listing and we do the inspection then, now you have time. You're not rushing. You don't have that short time frame to hurry up and get somebody in there to get the work done. And then you're going to be overpaying those prices because you're rushing to get these things done before they close. All right? Well, and it could be an extra improvement for the listing when it does go live. Absolutely. And then once you make that report available to all buyers, now you're actually removing that round two. All right. Once you give that back in there, say, well, well, we disclosed all these defects. You can't come back in here. And now I will admit this thing. I've been doing this home inspection business long enough that no home inspector catches everything. Things do get missed on just about every inspection. All right. Million pieces to a home, one person looking three hours, and then you're going to write up your report. So what we do, because we know that if somebody else comes in with their inspection, we're going to provide, a, well, it ends up being four months, but 120 days uh, warranties. So if there's anything that breaks, anything that changes, anything that wasn't found, we have a company that's going to go ahead and repair those items so it doesn't Charlie, come out of our... Charlie, that's how good you are. I don't oh, know wow. any home inspector that gives a 120-day warranty. I've never Only heard on the like listings. Only on the listings. It's 90 days for all of our buyer clients but it ends up being 120 days on all of our listing clients because we know that there's going to be a longer push in there. And our whole goal is not to create the headaches. We just want safe housing, you know, and, and that's what I push. I love your attitude. Negotiate with the idea yeah. of PR and so forth. So we want to look for ways to do it. We still try to be thorough. We don't want to rely on these warranties. We include that in our price to do this sort of stuff. We even have an option if somebody doesn't want to pay us up front, we also have an option where we could start doing pay at closing. There is an extra fee to go really? ahead and do oh, that. I love you. Wow, that but is really nice. Where the, have you been on my real estate <laughs> career? 
And one of the drawbacks with our companies, we really don't market to real estate agents. You know, our goal is to build up reviews and client testimonials. So but we everybody market uses you. I hate to tell you, <laughs> we're busy. There, yes. Yeah, we do. We we do have ten inspectors in our company, and we stay we stay very busy and keep everybody moving with that. But I just can't seem now the negatives I'll I'll hear on this one, and uh, another real estate agent brought this up to me. They she she equated this to like dating all right and she's like well let's just say you're bipolar and you have some mental health issues and and you meet somebody on i don't know what are those apps where you yeah I don't dating. Know. the dating apps, the dating like, apps. Okay. yeah do you put on there hi i'm bipolar hi i'm this bad that bad everything else no you you want somebody to fall in love with you first and then you go ahead and give them the bad stuff <laughs> all right but yeah, yeah. you know houses aren't people and to me i'm a I'm a big fan of disclosures. I'm a big fan of being honest. If something's broke, just fix it. You know, if there's mold in there, just mitigate it. And as far as I'm concerned, and this is how I understand the disclosure forms, if the problem is fixed, you don't have to disclose this. You don't have to go back in history and say, well, this was bad, this was bad, this was bad. These are only problems that you're aware of now. So why not just go ahead and and get them mitigated, get them done cost effectively by a true professional and well, I'm running out of time. I could go on and on. I get passionate about this stuff, and thank you for listening. All great helping. information, but Charlie Belfontaine, you're 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 the one of the best in the Midwest, and so I want our audience to know how to get a hold of you. I'm I'm going to keep pushing the Real Estate Revealed website. You know, realestaterevealed.com. And you got some great professionals here, and I'm just humbled to be amongst them right now. And what about a phone number? Well, I'm going to give you three one two five four four nine one eight zero. That's our company phone one number. One more time. 312-544-9180. Charlie Belfontaine, he's one of the premier guys. I'm telling you, we've been looking for years for somebody as great as him and his company. And, wow, warranties on home inspections, just amazing. Thank you so much, Charlie Belfontaine. And keeping this rolling along, is your home meeting the needs of your current lifestyle? Wow, I haven't heard this question on the show before. But in studio is the premier realtor from Keller Williams Preferred Realty in Orland Park. Yeah, that's Lena Mataria. Good Good morning, morning, everyone. I hope you're all doing well today. So basically, I just wanted to discuss what I've experienced in the past year and a half when it comes to housing. Um, When the stay-at-home order was first put in place, a lot of people were trying to figure out what they should do. I received a flood. Me and my team received a flood of calls of people saying, I'm a tenant. I want to be a homeowner now. It only makes sense. Prices are increasing. And homeowners who have had so many different life changes take place since they've been a homeowner that they realize they can't function anymore and only have one sitting room and now they have two kids and three pets and now they have to find somewhere to try to work out of their home. So for me, it's very important um, to really assess and see as people are making those changes, were those the best decisions? And I did start asking my clients who did make the moves and asking them, do you feel it was the right decision? How do you feel? And Every single one of them were very happy and ecstatic with their changes. They felt it was the right time and the right change to make for their family or for themselves, um, depending on their living situation. And when it was lifted, I noticed kind of people just, oh, I don't want to go through the hassle of buying and selling and fixing my home and moving and doing everything. So I did notice that some people, you know, started to decide that they're going to stay put. And now as this unfortunate virus is starting to progress a little bit more, I did start noticing a lot more people are starting to reconsider. Should we move now that it's fall time? Maybe prices are starting to settle. Um, I have been noticing that 
the housing market, of course, it is still strong and it's still a seller's market, but I have been able to negotiate more in prices. I have been seeing properties hit the market back again, which gives the new buyer, if hopefully when it's my buyer, we have a bit more negotiation tools to be able to get them that property. So overall, you need to really assess everything and see if it is the right decision. And the main step to do that is to just bring in a professional into your home and have them look at what your equity is going to be, what you need to do to the house to get the top dollar, and make sure that what you're looking for in your new budget, whether it's going up or down, is available. Um, So I do that at listing appointments. We discuss what their needs are, and I pull up a list. I bring my laptop with me, pull up a list, and show them, this is your budget and this is what's available. And if it doesn't really fit their needs, I tell them, let's assess and see if this is the right time for you. Because if they're going to be selling their house so much more, they're going to be getting more money now than they would later. So they really have to do the math and just make sure that it all does make sense. And then doing something like uh, Charlie over here said about a pre-inspection, it does give them the upper hand knowing that they're not going to get any surprises later. Well, and the pre-inspection and potentially... Up- and this is Sandra up- right. Updates. Yeah. If yes. they do the correct updates to their property to get more value. I agree 100%. With their listing price. That is you correct. know what? We're coming to a quick break, but I don't want to rush uh, Lena Mataria at all. Just as great. Does, is your home meeting the needs of your current lifestyle? Because a lot of things changed in the last two years, everyone. We all know that. Hey, I'm Randy Barcella, your host of the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m., uh, thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after year after year. Have you been out to the website? New photographs, new everything. Realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. We come back from the break. More of Lena Mataria, then Sandra Wright. Back to the show, sure to answer your questions about the real estate market. Real Estate Revealed with Randy Bursella. I can't stop the feeling. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Reveal Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Right before the break, we were talking to one of the premier realtors from Keller Williams Preferred Realty in Orland Park. Uh, yeah, Lena Mataria, and she was talking about, is your home meeting the needs of your current lifestyle? Great topic. Good morning. Welcome back, everyone. So basically, when it comes down to it, you are your own person. You get to decide where you want to live, how you want to live. You know, a lot of people have these dreams and goals of what they want to do, but it doesn't happen if you don't actually do it. So whether you've been adamant about selling on the fence about it or haven't even crossed your mind, I do recommend you sit down in your home with nothing in your hand. Just look around, look at your outside of your home, the exterior, your surroundings, who your neighbors are, what's convenient. Are you close to highways if you need to be close to highways? Are you happy where you are? And if you find that the answer is no, is where you really need to kind of consider looking at your budget, going to the next level, and having that conversation with a local professional. And I emphasize on the word local because there's nothing more better than working with someone who has a specialty in the areas you're looking to move to. I also think taking the time, like not rushing into it necessarily. Um, I mean, I even tell folks, you know, give yourself a six-month window. Then at least you have breathing time, you get the education from an expert, from all your exactly. You may like the photos on Realtor.com or your MLS site that you send, but you don't know anything about the neighborhood. Right. You may exactly. not want to drive around on the weekends, drive around at night, drive around during the daytime. Make sure that's right for you. 
And I had a listing that I was at yesterday, and they were considering to have more options for their new purchase to go to an area that they've been to a few times because they love the homes there. But then they started talking about how far it is. It's 30 minutes out of where their comfort zone was. So that's why I said, you guys should really have the conversation and say, do you want that extra 45-minute drive to your work now? Do you know anyone there? Do you know anything there? Because when you're moving to a place that's 30 minutes to an hour away from what you're used to, it's equivalent to moving to another state. You're starting everything all over, especially if you don't have friends and family close by. So totally when it, agree. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes down to it, I definitely recommend assessing the whole value. Are you happy where you are? And if you are, God bless you. If not, talk to a local professional who has a team that is going to listen to your needs and help you and guide you through the process. And it's more, it's more than just price. You know, you may see that you're getting this house for a steal, but you don't want to live there and your kids don't want to live there. So it's more about, it's more than price. And that comes to the new house. We, me, I'm a good, I have like a sixth sense where I could tell if someone's not happy, if someone's just not into it. And I am happy I could put my head on my pillow every night and know that every property that I've sold went to someone who was happy with the purchase. And I think that's one of the most important things is really to assess and make sure you're working with someone who's working for you and you not chasing them or feeling forced to make a decision you're not happy with. And Lena Mataria, how could somebody get a hold of you for your great advice? Sure, you could call or text me at 708-737-4444 or check out my website, theresultsmoveyou.com. And Lena Mataria is um, multilingual. Yes, I speak Arabic fluently. Say something to our sabah Arabic friends. Sabah al-khair, everyone. I hope you're all having a great day. That means good morning. Fantastic. Yes. Hey, and speaking of great information, we're moving right along here. Myths that real estate agents wish their clients didn't believe about them. Oh, there's so many of these uh, out there. And in studio, we have the premier realtor from Chicago Properties. Yeah, that's Sandra Wright. Good morning. Good morning. Happy to be here. And, you know, this whole concept with myths it's just, I think, something that from top of mind with the way the market has been and how busy it is. And just like Lena was talking about, like being prepared, you know, not necessarily, you know, what you see on the Internet, what you talk to your friends. You need to, like, do your research across the full spectrum. You know, a realtor is a realtor. You just put it in the MLS and anybody could do that. Oh, yeah, that's how it works. Right. And I mean, real estate's Real estate agents can't always explain the dynamics and outcomes of all situations, but it's, and it's a moving target. I mean, it's kind of like the stock market. Real estate goes up, it goes down, the prices, the, the wants, the needs that everyone is looking for, or when should a seller sell, it, it changes. It's a moving target. But, you know, some of the things like the biggest myth that always comes up is, you know, everything I need to know um, for buying and selling, I can look online. Everyone goes, go Google it. Just go Google it. And, you know, it's not necessarily, you know, just putting in that Google and say, how do I, how do I sell? How do I buy? You need to understand your market, just like what we were talking about earlier, your neighborhood, what the prices are going for. Is this an area as a buyer that you want to live in? What type of house you want to live in? Um, every market's different. Um, the suburbs are different than downtown Chicago. Extremely. <laughs> so, I mean, there is lots to to uncover. And, you know, just looking at an article that you read on Google is not necessarily going to give you all the answers. And the Zestimates and some of those comps that you do your own numbers aren't going to necessarily be the, the right answers. So get a full analysis, talk to a professional, you know, when it comes to 
not just selling, but also the lending side, also your real estate attorney, also the home inspection. And Sandra, I don't want to rush you at all. These are really valuable points, but we're coming up to a commercial break here. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and we're talking with Sandra Wright, the premier realtor from Chicago Properties. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. It's not unusual for us to have a blast with our audience every Sunday morning. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And right before the break, we were talking with the premier real for, realtor from Chicago. Yeah, Sandra Wright talking about the myths that real estate agents wish their clients didn't believe in. Right. So what I was saying, there's definitely so many myths and you guys can chime in too, because I'm sure there's others that I haven't even tapped on. But, you know, a lot of things, you know, people take for granted because this market has been crazy. We had the COVID uh, pandemic 2020. Then it's a seller's market this year. It's been topsy-turvy. And You know, another myth that comes up is that, you know, agents don't have to do too much work these days because it's easy to to buy and sell. Um, And that's not necessarily true. You you need to, you know, interview your agent. You also need to understand that we're here to help you mitigate or help you to walk you through the process. There's lots of steps, but there is a reason why we're there for you to take the steps to make sure that you're educated you're getting the right team in place and you're walking through the timeline and getting to the closing on time. That one year of throwing a house on the market in the MLS and selling in one or two days with 10, 20 offers, that has slowed down is what I have seen. Well, the other thing is too- You need a realtor, an expert. You need to understand what the value truly is for your home and not just go, oh, you know, I- I just think it it <laughs> yeah. should be at this amount because yeah. my next door neighbor did it, but I didn't do an in- inspection and my roof needs to be replaced and my fireplace doesn't work. But you know what? I'm going to get premium for my house because it's the seller's market. So again, there's lots of components. A lot of urban myths out there. Right. And, you know, keeping on that timeline is is key. And, you know, another myth is that, oh, well, I'm under contract. It's it's just going to close. Huh. Um, <laughs> that's when our job starts. <laughs> that is when our job starts. And if it runs smooth, I mean, that is the best scenario. And then, you know, sometimes they're like, that was so easy. Brad, like, our loan officer just said earlier in the show, expect everything and anything that could possibly happen. And you're not guaranteed to close. Right. So again, we're being that mediator. We're walking through behind the scenes to make sure that everything is functioning. We're targeting those dates and we're making sure that whether you're a buyer or a seller, that you're closing on that time frame. Um, and then, you know, uh, another myth is what lending is. Obviously, everyone has that misconception. I have to put 20% down. I hear that all the Me time. Me too. Me too. And, and it's I, our job, I guess, to educate them because they're just going off of what they know. Right. So, again, you need to work with a team. You need to make sure you do your research. Don't rush into anything. 
and make sure that you really get your ducks in a row, whether you're looking to buy or sell, because you have resources, obviously, here on the Real Estate Reveal. You have, you know, interview the lender, interview the inspector, interview us agents, and make sure you get that right team in place and ask those important questions. Sandra Wright, I know you're working this weekend just like all of us are, so That's how can somebody get a right, hold of you? But I'm available. You can always reach always. me on my cell, yeah. 773-294-4444. Again, or you have a website too? I do have a website. It's wd-realestate.com. Sandra Wright, Chicago Properties. You want more about Sandra and Lena and Charlie and Brad and Vincent? Get out to the website, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. The biographies and testimonies and phone numbers and emails are there. Wow. Speaking of great information and moving right along, what is RESPA? Well, we've got on the studio today, today, this morning, the premier real estate attorney, both Indiana and Illinois, Vincent Arecchio. Good morning, Vincent. Good morning, Randy. Thank you so much. Hey, this for, is uh, easy. This is easy. I know what RESPA is. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That is what <laughs> you do what to, me. to me. <laughs> I'm so glad you took that approach. I, I was afraid that people were going to think it's some disease. I'm, oh, I'm a doctor RESPA. of law, but not, not, not that kind of doctor. RESPA. So, yes, Randy, that, that word gets... <laughs> well, I do like to dance, so... <laughs> That word gets thrown around. You'll be at the closing table, maybe even before the closing. Someone says, I'm going to send you a RESPA. But R-E-S-P-A actually refers to Real Estate Settlement Procedures Act. And before we go too deep into the weeds about Congress and the law, actually, sometimes the closing agents, when you're sitting at the closing table, when they give you that long list of all the charges and on both sides of the deal, it looks like a ledger or an Excel spreadsheet that everyone has to sign, buyers and sellers. The older closers used to call it a RESPA. They're like, oh, here's the RESPA. Oh, sign the RESPA. And if you really want to just make it simple, it's the list of charges and the formal document that you will give your accountant and will lay out all the charges. But the reason I'm here is to talk on the topic of what could be RESPA violations, and what are some frequently asked questions. And I know we got a whole bunch of loan officers and trusted loan and mortgage professionals on our show, so please, Randy, you know as well as I do, everyone's above board. I am saying nothing about our mortgage lender contacts, but there is a law. There is a RESPA form just to make all things known. And some common examples of violations on the RESPA, some practices that in the old days, maybe some less than honest people used to try to get away with, uh, this law is in place to try to protect. And one of those things are juicing up, inflating some common fees. Oh, you're supposed to see uh, $65 for a credit review, a credit report agency review. Maybe before this law was passed, uh, people would juice it would pump it to like a hundred or a hundred and five dollars hey vincent we're coming up to a quick commercial break we'll be right back with vincent orecchio now back to real estate revealed with your host randy barcella Welcome back to the Real Estate Reveal Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. 
I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And right before the break, we were talking with the premier attorney in the Midwest here, Vincent Arricchio, giving us some great information about uh, RESPA. But first, Vince, I want to throw in before you jump into RESPA. Thank you so much for being the most gracious host I've ever known at your country club for the golf outing last week. You're the greatest. It was tons of fun because of you. Well, it was great that so many of our uh, co-hosts, including agents and title people, as well as you, Randy, uh, one of our premier appraisers. Oh, my gosh. It was great. We had a good blast. We had a great time. All right. We're doing it again next month. All right. So uh, go ahead. Back to RESPA. Before the season's over. Yes. So then, I mean, a little less exciting than golf, right? RESPA. But um, RESPA is that law before the commercial break to help protect people purchasing real estate, the form that lays out uh, what some of the charges are or all of the charges. Another thing that uh, RESPA protects against is... um, misnaming things. You can call them shell entities. Years ago, Randy, there were, uh, among all the service providers, people would kind of not want maybe out in the open uh, what charges uh, their company was getting uh, or they individually getting. So RESPA says, no, 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 the person's name directly has to be on there. Um, for instance, Vince couldn't have uh, a vague thing on top of my law firm name like, you know, Real Estate Services, Inc. No, if Vince is getting a charge on the RESPA or Vince What about your Hollywood name, Vinny Diesel? Uh, I, I'm angry that that gentleman stole my name. It's actually Vinny Octane. Vinny Octane. Oh, I'm sorry. I had not, the wrong name. Vinny Octane. Now I know that. <laughs> yeah. And, and since our last uh, show, I, I figured I should insert a middle name, High. So Vinny High Octane. I love it. Oh, I love yeah. it now. Vinny High Octane, brother. All right. <laughs> yeah. We got well, Joshua Buckhalter, our producer, even smiling at this one. <laughs> well, <laughs> Uh, b- back to the RESPA, uh, a right. couple other points before we're done. How do you recognize if perhaps there's a RESPA, a closing violation charges are occurring? Got to well, call my attorney. Why you, that's <laughs> why you want to have your team. I love Sandra's phrase, team. Um, yes, skilled real estate agents can catch things for you. You can ask them questions. Yes, your attorney. If you're in Illinois and please, in Indiana, you still have to consider it. If you're using an attorney, they will review the rest before you and they will go over the charges with you and with their experience, catch if a, a phrase is wrong or a price may be too high. Um, last two points. If you suspect a RESPA violation, like if you're a buyer and you're like, you know, something doesn't sound right or I read this not making sense, you have three years from the closing, you could say, three years from the data violation to address it with the courts uh, or with the government agencies. Um, who enforces RESPA? Actually, it's the federal government. doesn't matter who it used to be. Right now, it's under the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the CFPB. They will work with you. They will work with your attorneys uh, when you have such a concern or a complaint. Hey, Vinny, hi, Octane. How can somebody get a hold of you? (laughs) Excellent. So call my office. Uh, You you can ask for Vince Arricchio. Absolutely. Vince Arricchio. I think the receptionist may know who Vinny High Octane is. Now I have to warn them, okay? You're a star. uh, You know that. (laughs) The phone number is 312 263 
888-888-0010. You can go to our website, reallawchicago.com. And, of course, we love steering everyone to uh, realestatereveal.com, Randy. Thank you. Vincent Arricchio, the premier real estate attorney from Illinois and Indiana. Hey, if you missed any part of today's show, get out to the website tomorrow, realestatereveal.com. Click on Listen to Past Shows. And certainly look at the biographies and testimonies of everybody on the show. Um, I want to thank everybody else who's a part of the show. Joshua Buckhalter, the premier producer here at AM560, The Answer. Pat Canone, mortgage loan consultant, Loan Depot. Teresa Mueller, owner of the Trollum Real Estate Group. Paula Avenham, realtor from At Properties. Mark McKenna from Baird & Warner. Kim Alden from Principal at Compass.